morning, everyone. Buenos dias, mi gente. And welcome to the morning hour show. This is the first episode, the launch of the new beginning, where we are going to talk about different topics. And of course, I hope you all utilize and enjoy most of your leisure. I hope you're all fine, safe and sound. I'm your host, CS, and I'm really honored to be a part of this show. For more updates, visit anchor.fm slash show. Thanks for joining us. It means really a lot. Every new episode gets updated twice a week. We'll be updating new episodes and discuss about different matters that we all love. And today's TOD is, well, I love shortcuts. TOD is for topic of the day, and that is the progressive era. Mike Kubik is a former correspondent for Newsweek magazine. And this information that I'm going to discuss with you guys is discussed by him in the period known as Progressive Era, a time in the American history during which a number of new legislations, reforms, and incidents of political activism helped create big changes in American society, changes with legacies that live on today. I think you all know about this sitcom called Legacies, and I love that a lot, and I hope you do too. Leave it as as it is. Now keep it for your children, your children, and for all who come after you. And as one of the great sights that every American should, written by President Theodore Roosevelt, the Progressive Era in the United States, which lasted from about 1890 until 1920, and was the name suggests a period of social activism, political reform, and bold initiatives. There was excitement in the air, a feeling that big business magnates, arrogant political bosses and crooks who exploited the country's poor workers and rich resources had had their day and now it was time to take care of John Q. citizens' needs. It was a time when the federal government took vigorous steps to dissolve illegal trusts to restore competition in the marketplace, when Congress enacted laws to protect consumers from bogus and harmful products and when activists accomplished major organizational feats in the civil rights arena. Some of these pioneering efforts succeeded, some did not, but collectively the progressive era moved history forward and left behind a heritage that has made ours a better country and that will continue to improve the quality of life in America for generations to come. The men and women who achieved this progress and who often fought bitter battles against their opponents were among the finest American political and civic leaders and professionals. Here is a short list of some of the prominent of these pioneers and the accomplishments for which they deserve our nation's special thanks. Teddy Roosevelt. Well, what a sweet name he has got. Theodore Roosevelt Jr. was a paramount trailblazer who gave the progressive era its name. Famous for his strenuous lifestyle, Swashbuckling, an exuberant personality, our 26th president was a statesman honored by the Nobel Peace Prize for negotiating a treaty that ended the Russo-Japanese War and another of 18 books including a four-volume history entitled The Winning of the West. A warrior who is the Spanish-American War led the legendary charge of the Rough Riders up to San Juan Hill in the Cuba and learned naturalists who explored remote regions of South America and Africa. 
But Roosevelt's biggest claim to lasting fame was his bold leadership as the young president of the United States. And deeply socially conscious and furious at the greed and deceitful practices of big business leaders, Roosevelt fired his first barrage at what were then called as the robber barons shortly after his inauguration in 1901. He delivered a 20,000-word speech to Congress calling for laws to curb the power of large corporations. He pressed forward with his populist crusade by supporting organized labor, promoting federal regulations to protect consumers, and launching 40 antitrust suits to break up major railroad companies and Standard Oil. And while promoting the rule of law, social injustice, and public health, Roosevelt worked passionately to preserve America's most beautiful sites and areas for posterity. He was instrumental in conserving and placing under federal protection some 230 million acres of land that includes five stunning national parks, 18 national monuments, and 150 national forests. We should be really thankful for him. The 100 years old agency that maintains and safeguards this great national bounty, the National Park Service, has been and continues to be a uniquely popular part of the federal government. Upton Sinclair Upton B.L. Sinclair Jr. was instrumental to improving public health all over the world. A prodigious journalist and writer, Sinclair authored more than 100 books. He even won the Pulitzer Prize in 1943. But what made him famous was a decision which he had made when he was 27 years old, Muckraker, to investigate rumors about abysmal of working conditions at the Chicago stockyards. He got a job at one of the meat processing firms and spent seven months suffering sausages, carving meat and collecting data on the stockyards. Filthiest food producing operations. The book he wrote about this experience, The Jungle depicted the workers' poverty and their harsh and unhealthy living and working conditions. But when it was first published in 1905, what mostly turned America's stomach was the bestseller's vivid description of the lack of the most basic hygiene at the stockyards. The readers responded by cutting down the U.S. meat consumption by one-third. Their anger and economic fallout pushed Congress into action and it passed the 1906 Pure Food and Drug Act, the first federal measure prohibiting the production, transportation, and sale of the unsafe food and medicines. In time, the law became one of the most effective measures protecting the health of the Americans, and especially the people throughout the world. Enlarged and made more specific by more than 200 amendments, the Act created the Food and Drug Administration a billion-dollar scientific agency with enormous responsibilities. They include guaranteeing the safety of almost all food and cosmetics and ensuring the safety, quality, and effectiveness of 13,000 prescription and non-prescription drugs and vaccines, all medical devices and all tissues for transportation. In the last years of 1750s, and after that the 50 years, FDA's rigid requirements for production and marketing of these life and health-saving products have been increasingly recognized and copied throughout the world as the gold standard. In the last two decades, the FDA has become a global agency. 
teaching and helping to enforce its rules to protect and promote the health of millions of people on every continent. Susan B. Anthony And I hope that she would be the last person who has contributed to what we call as the progressive era. Susan B. Anthony led American women to their supreme but long-denied goal as U.S. citizens. The ballot box. Yes, we women need our rights to be implemented. A social reformer, feminist, and prodigious activist, Anthony plunged into public work at the age of 17 by collecting petitions protesting slavery. At the age of 32, she played a pivotal role in founding the New York Women's State Temperance Society. And a year later, she and Elizabeth Cady Staten, another prominent suffragist, founded the Women's Lawyer National League. And the fledgling organization collected nearly 400,000 signatures in the support of the abolition of slavery. And that time, it was the largest petition driven. The Nationals Americans history. In 1866, Anthony and Stanton launched the American Equal Rights Association, which campaigned for equal rights for both women and African Americans. And in 1868, they began publishing a women's rights newspaper, which was called as The Revolution. The 1869, Anthony founded the National Women's Suffrage Association, which is really famous now. She also authored a proposal giving women the right to vote, popularly known as the Anthony Amendment and introduced in the Congress by California Senator Aaron A. Sargent. It became the focus of Anthony's unrelenting drive for its ratification. The American suffragists won this crusade on August 18, 1920, when the 19th Amendment to the US Constitution prohibited any United States citizen from being denied the right to vote on the basis of their gender and Anthony's award was to be depicted on the 1948 dollar coin our gain has been a more perfect democracy and the possibility of achieving another suffragist triumph the election of a female president and this is your morning our show and really happy that you all all have joined us this is really fantastic and get to you with a new topic next week thank you for listening to the morning our show by cs